Sports Life. Welcome to Sports Life Talk. Hey, Cause this is Sports Life Talk. Hey, hey. With Sports Life Talk. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Sports Life Talk, where life without sports is just talk. Uh, we have all five Power Rangers with us tonight. We have um, Coach KT. Yep, yep. We have Mr. United Surge over here. What's up? We have KD, Miss Manhattan. Hey, y'all. And then, of course, we have B. Jones, Mouth of the South, Mr. Yee. I don't know what that was. And then, of course, I am Gemini Jones. I just wanted to kind of put a disclaimer out there for all of our listeners and watchers tonight. Um, while we do, under, and as the host of the show, I am speaking on behalf of the entire team here, my potties here with me. Um, we do understand what all is going on out here in the world and across the country, the um, murder of George Floyd and the protests and all the things that are going on across the country. And we do understand the sensitivity and the nature of that situation. Um, but we collectively as a group decided that we wanted to bring some type of joy and peace and laughter to you this evening. I know that you've probably been hearing about all of this stuff going on. You've been hearing it on the news. You've been seeing it on social media. You've been hearing what reading it in magazines and friends have been talking about it. And so it's like a constant nonstop thing. So um, while we do support the movement and, you know, trying to eliminate racism, if that's even a thing, um, we are just going to do a normal show tonight. We will not be discussing any type of politics or, you know, anything about what's going on. However, if you would like to join us on another podcast that we will be guest hosting on this evening, um, Girl Chat Sports, we will be discussing those issues there. So just want to let you know, you guys will be getting a regular, fun-loving show tonight. Yay. Um, so with that said, this is episode 47, entitled His Mama Called Him Clay. 
So uh, I'm assuming everyone knows who I'm talking about, none other than the champ himself, Muhammad Ali. The champ is here. <laughs> champ right. is here? You gotta say it with more energy than that. Go. 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 <laughs> that, that was terrible. Is not how I practiced it? Yeah, it was pretty bad. No, that's not how you said it last night. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, we, I thought we yeah. were the, uh, the same hairstyle from yeah. last night. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, she, she had something going on last night that during rehearsal. <laughs> we won't talk about that. Oh. Anyway, Katie. Take it away. All right. So who is Muhammad Ali, a boxer, philanthropist and social activist and known as one of the greatest athletes of the 20th century? Ali became an Olympic gold medalist in 1960 and the world heavyweight boxing champion in 1964. He was banned from boxing for refusing to serve in the U.S. military for religious reasons. Following his suspension, Ali reclaimed the heavyweight title two more times during the 1970s, winning famed bouts against Joe Frazier and George Foreman along the way. Ali fought his last fight in December of 1981. He was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease in 1984. He devoted much of his time to philanthropy and doing so, he earned the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2005. Um, So searching him and finding out a couple of things, a couple of fun facts that I found out about him is um, Columbia Records released a spoken word album back in 1963 titled I Am the Greatest, um, where he performed his poetry and it was backed by music also. Um, What are some fun facts that y'all have about Muhammad Ali? Hey, I can tell you one fun fact about him. That album that you're talking about, all within his musical career total, he got two Grammys. All these two Grammy nominations. Okay. Okay. So in, in most in most arenas, that's considered a successful music career. Um, Will Smith played him in a movie. <laughs> now, let me ask y'all about that. Give me y'all opinion on that because when I when I saw that movie, I saw Will Smith. Unlike when I saw Ray, I didn't see Jamie Foxx. I saw Ray Charles. You understand what I'm saying? I don't know if the makeup is just better now compared to then. <laughs> but I like the movie, but I saw Will Smith. It didn't it didn't just knock me out, so to say. But did no you see intended, right, Kevin? There right? we go. But did you see Malcolm X in Denzel? Yes. Denzel and Malcolm X. Oh, yeah, okay. you could see that. But come on, y'all look at Will Smith. There's no way y'all saw Muhammad Ali. I, I think Kevin got something personal against Will Smith. There's no possible That's a lie. That's a lie. Hey, all three of the That's movies you mentioned, Denzel. Uh, uh, Ray with, with Jamie Foxx and Will Smith as Muhammad Ali became catalytic type roles for their careers. It propelled them into a whole different arena. It took them from, I can't say Denzel, but I know for a fact it took Jamie Foxx and Will Smith from kind of that upper B list to where they were A-list celebrities after that. They were getting 40, 50 million a movie after, uh, after those and Will Smith played the hell out of that role. I immensely loved it. Hey, for a little while, I thought he was Muhammad Ali. He talked trash like Muhammad Ali and everything. I wouldn't go that far, but he did a really good job. I just love Will Smith, period, because I just watched Bad Boys 3 the other night again, and I was just like, Will, come through. And then there there goes B. Jones twisting my words, because I said I liked the movie. I just said I couldn't see Will Smith as Ali. So he just totally took my words and just... I think I'm going to watch it again tonight, just to... Hey, it it make for good media, man. 
<laughs> no, you ain't twisting right. my words, man. B. Jones, do you have a Muhammad Ali trivia question for us? Well, Pamela, yes, I do. Thank well, you, Jimmy. All right. So uh, last week we did have a winner in Mr. Corey Livingston. He got the question right from uh, for the John R. Wooden Award. Uh, that was the second player from the University of Purdue. So shout out to Corey. Uh, on our on our newly launched website, we got a pick of Corey and some of his favorite stuff. So uh, hopefully, us as a cast will be will be sending a nice message to him and telling him thank you for being a fan and participating. But uh, kudos to you, man. We appreciate it. Your t shirt has been ordered. I don't know. Didn't you pick it up, Pam? Or we? I, wait, wait, we might have a t shirt already. I'm not sure. But uh, so this week, same rules apply. Get the question right. Post it on uh, on social media. And win yourself a free Sports Life Talk t-shirt like my man Serge down here is rocking. All right. Ali was the first to win the championship belt an unprecedented time three times. So here we go. Since Ali, give me the names of the handful of heavyweight boxers that became champions and able to win the belt three times or more. So name me heavyweight champions since Muhammad Ali. They were able to win the, the belt three times or more. All right? And I want the names. Don't give me no chicken crap number. I want the names. Because this is a fun question for whoever can get it right. Okay. And also, in addition to the T-shirt that you are going to get, it might take a minute because I, I just went to the mailbox today. But anyway, um, you will also get to be featured on our website in your shirt. So make sure you give your answer, get your shirt, Take a pic so we can post it on the website, our new and, website, which I will be giving out at the end of the show. You got to stay for the show to get the website. Yeah. And then you'll be Internet famous, y'all. So go ahead and answer the, the trivia question <laughs> so we can post y'all's cute photos on our new website. Absolutely. All right. So local live shout out. This is part of the show where we shout out um, someone who is from the DFW area that is doing or has done or is doing something amazing. So, Serge, I believe you are doing this week's local live shout out. Indeed. Indeed, I am. Uh, this week we have uh, Patriots Quincy out of Boyejo uh, yes. returns home to Cedar Hill to help those in need. Uh, Adebayoho teamed up with current receivers on the City Hill football team to go door-to-door in Dallas handing out box lunches to those in need. And when it comes to stuff like this, you know, my proponent is always like, when you do something that you, you don't have to do, but you're, you're doing it out of your, you know, the goodness of your heart, we, we got we always got to give kudos and props to those kind of people. So for uh, somebody um, that's that young but already made it to where he wanted to be but still wanted to come back to the community and do great things, you know, we're going to always make sure to shout those kind of people out. Absolutely. And also this week we are featuring as a um, Black-owned business this week, Dallas Wall Street, which is the recording studio where B. Jones went to record our brand new intro music. Yay! Shout out to B. Jones. They had asked me to rap on it, but I was unavailable that day. So uh, I'm going to be on the remix version. Hey, shout out and Ambrew, some local artists doing big yes. things. I was in the studio. I got to actually the opportunity to get a sneak peek at some of the music that's going to be released within the next couple of months. And yo, they got some heat. They got some stuff that the streets will be talking about. Them. You can actually check Kenny Smith out on iTunes and Ambrose. They already got some albums already loaded for you to check out their music. But the studio experience was amazing. Made me think about getting my P. Diddy. 
Take that. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I'm your backup dancer. Well, I want to say this, B. Jones. That song was awesome. It was great. And what he left out, B. Jones wrote the lyrics. So shout out to you. The only thing I got to beef with you on it. On the, the song. Talk on B. Jones. Now I'm, I'm I'm proud of you for doing that, but that whole Go Tigers. Hey, that was my favorite part. Song. Almost hey, ruined the song. Go record. That's why you got to go record at Kenny Smith Studio in Dallas Wall Street because he he kind of put that all that like that. It was it was amazing how he polished that thing up and did it. I, when he did it, man, you should have saw. It was like a little tear came down my eye. I was like, oh, I can't wait to play this for Kevin. Well, um, Dallas Wall Street, um, their Instagram is Dallas Wall Street. And then Kenny Smith's Instagram is Kenny Smith 304. Um, and we'll also be posting that as well. So you can check all that out if you want to record a song or, you know, I think I'm going to get in the studio, lay down some tracks myself. Yeah, B. Jones, for, for that outro, when we come Same with the outro, way. I'm going with you, man. Me too. Me too. Me we too. Have, I got, I got 16 fire. in me. I got 16. Is that hey, I'm actually working on a song for the E right now. Don't right. worry. B, so like at the end, you were doing all this like extra laughing and shouting. <laughs> was it hard performing that or did it just come so natural for you? You know what's crazy? That was one take. I did that all in one take. And it's funny because that came to my head about the revolution. And then a week later, it's like we having a revolution. I was like, maybe we need to edit that part out the song. Right. <laughs> we, literally, we literally started the revolution right there on Sports Like Talk. Uh, it's, all, it's all happening together, yeah. man. We got to yeah. merge it together. Yeah. All right, That's y'all. Crazy. So kickoff question for the cat um, for the cast. There's nothing on here, but I'm gonna make up one real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so what are y'all doing this summer? What are your plans for the summer? It's it's summer 2020. We're in the middle of a pandemic and we're in the middle of something. Um, yeah. So what what are you gonna do this summer? Like I'm gonna take my first international trip to Italy for $89.99 round trip. <laughs> what? Yeah, I did see a good old Belize uh trip for $2.99 and a whole little private hut little thing, you know, whatever. So do it, I, do it, do it. Do it. All right. Y'all don't see me again. I'm pretty sure we can find somebody look just like you to fit right in this spot. Uh, what I'm going to do this summer is the same thing I've been doing for the past. I'm like, Pam, you know we can do this without you. What I've been doing for the past couple of months. Nothing? Well, nothing. I'm on summer break. So okay. I'm definitely not going outside because now we got 2020 just being just crazy. We lost COVID. Man. We got yeah. Corona. We got what's going on now. And then I looked on Twitter and they said an asteroid is coming. So what's going to happen in July? We It's just 2020 has just been a hell of a year so far. It absolutely has. KD, yeah. what, you, what do you plan to do? Um, so my daughter, um, she started back doing her soccer thing on Monday. Um, so I'll be busy. I don't think she, usually she does indoor and that usually takes up all of my time. But due to COVID, um, the soccer leagues have changed. So it's really just um, training her, getting her conditioned, getting her ready for the up and coming season. Um, she, Her team actually just made division one. So um, it's something to look forward to. So I plan on working out, um, helping her, um, hanging out with Pam 
you know, because, you know, we're trying to do, you know, <laughs> I don't want to do ladies of SLT thing. Yes. And then what else do I have going on? That's about it. I got a birthday to celebrate in June and my birthday's in July. So I don't know if I'll be doing any traveling, but yeah, that's all I got for now. And then okay. I'm going to work, going to work every day. Well, like, KD, I can't wait to 2021. We can actually go see your daughter play soccer. Point <laughs> <laughs> out until then. Serge, what you got? Well, usually we take our a trip because both my mine and my wife's birthday is in June, so we usually take a trip every year. Which was this year would have been last week. We were going to California for a vacation slash um, a wedding, but since that obviously didn't happen. Um, I don't know. I think we're trying to see about making plans, but it just looks like the cases where COVID has gone back up again. So we may just try to do something like a backyard date or something. I'm not sure. Um, But outside of that, same old regular stuff. Like we, like KT said, been doing it for two and a half months. It's almost a rich, you know, regular routine now. Um, And, uh, you know, just hopefully looking forward to just seeing some, better news uh, rather than what we've been dealing with the last, you know, five months. Um, Hopefully the next, you know, three, four months will uh, get us going so that we can end the year on a good note. Yeah. I have a question, Serge. So you say you had a wedding to attend. So did the wedding date change? Like, so they they initially were going to postpone it till later. And then sometime last week, they rediscussed and these people have been dated for seven years. So they're like, what's the point of really waiting? All they need is their family around. And so they ended up doing a Zoom uh, wedding. They had a park uh, set up, obviously, like all the families there, you know, us in one of the other relatives were the only ones that physically couldn't be there. So we were all on a Zoom call and we got to see it. It was like a 15 minute ceremony and it was great. And, you know, it doesn't change anything. And, uh, you know, they're married officially. Yep. So let me, let me, hold up. Hold up. I'm sorry. So we're going to do a happy hour Friday because I want to talk about that. That the whole seven years to get married. Hey, yeah, I want, I want hey, to talk about that. Hey, hey, because hey. remember, I was, I was eight. So you sensitive subject there, buddy. <laughs> I will mute myself. <laughs> so, like I was going to say before you unmuted yourself. <laughs> and stuck your foot in your mouth. Um, <laughs> um, I have a wedding in July, uh, and I'm looking forward to it. It's it's an outdoor wedding already, so you know I think I think everything she she emailed and said the venue said you know everything is still on track. They're gonna, of course, do the social distancing. I don't know how the reception's gonna go, but she said it's still on. So I'm looking forward to that. Of course. Like KD, my son started basketball on Monday and he's dying, y'all. It's funny. His legs was tingling on Monday. That's what he get for not doing it for three months. Um, and then I just plan on still working out and trying to be cute at the end of whenever, whenever I can go back outside. So yeah, I got a wedding too, July twenty seventh in Waxahachie. Ooh, so, so, so basically, Pam, we, you've asked you asked us this question and we spent five minutes just so we can get to that point. You want to tell everybody that you've been uh You've been working out and trying to get summertime fine. That's, that was the whole setup for the what y'all been doing for the summer question, right? Sounds about right. <laughs> hey, when I show these abs off in a minute, y'all will be like, okay, she was serious. She was really working out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, there will be no abs. There won't. I'm sorry. It just, but anyway, um, all right. So, B. Jones, did you tell us what you were going to be doing? 
I don't remember. I told you I'm going to Italy. That's right. Yeah. $89.99. All right. $89.99. <laughs> All right. So I guess we'll talk about some ball is life. Is that right, coach? It's universally known that MJ is the GOAT of men's basketball. But who would you say is the GOAT in women's basketball? Mm. Hey, Jones, what you got? I'm going to go with you first because you look like you're just ready to explode with your answer. Yeah. I'm going to be real with you. My heart, two answers. My heart okay. wants to say LSU's very own Simone Augustus. I just got the opportunity to see her play. But in all fairness, I'm going to take off my LSU glasses. I'm at a draw between Cheryl Swoops and Lisa Leslie. Leslie. Mm-hmm. And I haven't determined which way I was going to go. I, I have a, a certain connection with Cheryl, Cheryl Swoops as probably when I first first got into female basketball, Teresa Weatherspoon kind of set that gateway for me. That's probably a name that 90% of our fans don't know, but she went to Louisiana Tech, and Louisiana Tech was killing basketball back in the, in the, in the late 80s, early 90s. But um, as a matter of fact, Baylor's head coach, Kim Mulkey, was on that was at that on that Louisiana Tech team. But anyway, so uh, I was watching the Final Four where Cheryl Swoops at Texas Tech played against Ohio Guns up! with Katie Smith and they went at it and it was just it was just an impressive showing and uh me and my cousin we sat there and watched the whole game we were so excited and and of course Cheryl Swoop pulled that thing off and I, I was just in love with her as a basketball player in general so to me she was kind of like I don't want to say the MJ because I, I think Lisa Leslie is more the MJ of WNBA she did more achieved more accolades but when Cheryl Swoops went to the Houston Comets her and uh, and, and Teresa T- uh, Tina Thompson, they just they just had a squad. It was just nasty. I just loved watching. Katie, first of all, like future with Surge, can we not ever uh, Lisa Leslie on the show again? And here's why: Do y'all know it's a Waffle House off of 67 in Copper Hill? Yes. Lisa Leslie and her husband were there, and it was like nobody in Waffle House. So my wife went in and she saw him. So she tried to all she wanted to do was speak. So Lisa Leslie turned her back to my wife and her husband did all the talking. It's like oh, she didn't wow. want to be bothered. So I know how great Lisa Leslie is. She just wanted her waffles. She didn't want to be bothered while she ate her waffles. She, her food wasn't even there. They didn't have food. Well, if she she's anything have, like, hold on, hold on. If she's anything like me, when you when your mouth is watering for your pancakes or for your waffles, you had an attitude. I mean, no, no, no Pam. If you're not eating... And all she wanted, she didn't go ask for a picture. No, she just tried to say hi because she's nobody famous. You know what I'm saying? So that was her one opportunity to just go speak, say hi, and maybe actually she would say hi back. But anyway, Lisa Leslie is a great player. B. Jones, you pretty much stole mine. What, what was yours? Mine's going to be Cheryl Swoops because I remember watching that game at Texas Tech, the championship game. She put up 44. She, she killed. Yeah, so it came down to Cheryl Miller. Uh, Cheryl Swoops and Donna Tarazzi. Hey, so Sh- I went. Cheryl Miller, though, Cheryl Miller, high school wise, was the best female high school player in the Alpha. She dropped a C note on him in high school. Yeah, so that's why I'm going Cheryl Swoops because, like you said, she was the Michael Jordan of that time. That's how she looked. Was she the first one to get a signature shoe? Man, I wasn't, I I wasn't rocking nobody. I didn't see, see nobody. She actually named no her son. She actually no, named I'm, her son after Michael Jordan. Yeah. She, his name is Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I want to say she was the first. Yeah, I want to say she was the first female to get her own signature shoe. So yeah, I'm yeah, going. I, know I went to tech, right? I went to tech with her. Y'all know that, right? Oh, okay. Y'all didn't know. 
first. Yeah. Um, those, those are definitely great picks. I mean, Cheryl was in her own right a beast with the Houston Comets, you know, back in the late 90s and stuff. When the WNBA started, they obviously, you know, were like the dominant team. But for me, obviously just the pro career itself, but even if, especially if I combine college and pro, Diana Taurasi is that person for me. Uh, I think the fact that she's also, her nickname is the White Mamba, and you don't get that name if you're not one of, considered to be the greatest in the game and, uh, to get that name. So I feel like she's been at the forefront for USA Olympics. Obviously, UConn basketball, been with one team since she's been with one team since she's she's been, since she's been in the league uh, with Phoenix, won two championships. So I'm going to have to go with Diana Taurasi because I feel like when I watch her, she moves and glides. She moves and glides and hoops like a guy. Like, and I feel like she's one of the first ones where I've actually seen where she doesn't, her, I don't know, just her, the way she moves is just completely different than anybody else. Okay. All right. I, I really don't have an answer. I guess I will go with Cheryl because I did go to tech. And why were you looking confused? You didn't know that I went to tech? Cheryl Miller is a lot older than you. I didn't you, say Cheryl so. Miller. I said Cheryl Swoops. Cheryl Swoops is a lot older than you. Not a lot. She's in her 50s. I was yeah. there when she was leaving. So what does that say? About? Okay, I'm going back to you. <laughs> Y'all. You know, how, you know how when you're watching TV and then it, it goes to that little, those colorful lines because something has been done and they need to cut real quick? Let me find that real. Let me cue that up because... <laughs> hey, but let me ask you a question, right. we, We've been doing this for over a year. Nobody on the show knew that you went to Texas Tech. And when we talk about people's favorite teams, even on the website, you don't even put Texas Tech as one of your favorite teams. I didn't actually... I, okay, so let me, let me say this. I went to Tech but I didn't actually, I, I went, I didn't go to class. So <laughs> I went for four so you years. Just, you stayed in love with four years. For four years. And then I went and transferred and graduated from UTA. I partied at Tech. Um, so I can't say that it was my favorite school because, sorry, mom. Um, moving right along. Um, so the next question is, <laughs> would, would you take your wife's last name? Now, this is two or three married guys. Um so <laughs> Ron Artest, I guess, is, is now Meta Standiford Artest. So I guess his wife's yeah. last name is Standiford? Yes. So would you take your wife's last name or would you hyphenate it? Because you know, what is her name? Zoe Saldana? I think didn't her yo some kind <laughs> yeah, I think Zoe. I think her husband did take take her last name. Now look okay. here, huh? I, I love my wife to death. Uh huh. But you're not gonna do it. But I'm not in her last name. But if Halle Berry came to me and said, "Baby, I'm gonna marry you," I'm gonna be Kevin Berry. Ain't gonna be no hyphen. Ain't no Thomas. Straight Kevin Berry. <laughs> okay. Hey, the only the only one y'all can call me is Brandon Winfrey. If that if it was Brandon Winfrey and uh, and Oprah was uh, Oprah was hollering at you, boy. Hey, I take that last name, but nah, I love my wife to death. I actually love my wife's family. Probably one of the coolest families to be around. They nonstop. They down to earth. I mean, they party all night long, dancing, drinking, having fun, dominoes. You name it. Have a good time whenever I'm around them. But I think it's um. 
I don't know too much tradition for me to give up the the last name that I bring into the fold. It's too many Mandingos that carried that Jones pedigree. I got I gotta I gotta keep that rolling. I didn't you know? marry one of them. I'm sorry. So, Katie, I have a question for you. <laughs> okay, I got a question for you after you ask me your question. Okay, so you're married, um, and you take your husband's last name. Mm-hmm. If y'all do not stay together, do you abandon his last name and go back to your last name? It depends. Um, yeah, I don't know. It depends on the like the re like if I hate him, like that's the reason why we got divorced because of bad, you know, whether he cheated or he um, was beating me or something. Then no, nah, I don't want his. I don't want his last name. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, but I'm definitely whenever I do get married, I want to hyphenate my name. So. Um, okay. Yeah. So to Future Bay, the name will be hyphenated. Okay. And what what question were you gonna ask me? Wait, we gotta ask you. Like, what would you do? Would you keep your last name? Child, I didn't had three, four last names. I mean, pick <laughs> one. I'm you run a background check on you. They got it. <laughs> it's a maiden name. Uh, maiden name, married name, other married name, almost married name. Which name do you want? I don't know. Okay, so for fun, do you just use random names? Like the names that you've used before? Do you just... <laughs> no. no, I just have one last name. Okay. And which uh, one is that? We don't even know your real last name. We didn't know you went to tech. We don't even know you at no. <laughs> Legally, my last name is still Jones. Yes. Pam really got identifications in a, in a box in her closet like she a secret service agent. Yeah. With a bag. Okay, is that one is that one of your married names or that's your maiden name? Jeez, y'all getting personal. Yes. <laughs> it is it is a it is it is a married name that that's I amazing. that I kept. Yes. Okay, okay. It was just um, easier. Going back to my maiden name is, is difficult. So that's just easy. Yes. I don't know why Ron or it was Ron or Tess that did this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why Ron Artest did this, but let's just be honest. Ron Artest, even when he was playing, he was part of the the vicious situation in Detroit, and he ain't never really been rap type right. yeah. from Jump yeah. Street. I'm yeah. just gonna be real with you. The dude ain't never really been. I'm pretty sure he has his reasons though. So I'm not gonna knock. I'm not gonna knock Mr. Sanderford. At uh, at all. <laughs> yeah. So if I if I got you know once upon a time I was gonna get married to Odell Beckham I think I would keep that name forever. Now, um, Corey, sir, the clock is still at six oh nine. Okay, it ain't gonna change. You, it's not. And so leave me alone about my clock. Corey's you, trying to clown me. Come on, what yeah, is just, your clock? Just, just give up on that, Corey. We've been just doing give it for up. How many weeks now? Hey, you know what, Corey? My birthday is next week, so if you want to send me a clock, just let me know. I'll take or some or some batteries. Look, when I mean, Corey, that was um that was the clock tapping on her shoulder when she thought something was crawling on her back, asking to change it. <laughs> Y'all leave my clock alone. It's it's no. the antique. <laughs> no, but Wendell, Wendell said that he loves his wife to death. But if Nabra, nah, if you have to end with <laughs> with a butt. <laughs> but if I can't support it, that's funny. Okay, so my question, girl, I forgot my damn question. <laughs> oh, okay, I know, I know my question. Okay, so my question was, I was gonna ask you, what if the dude, you know, he proposes, everything's good, y'all are about to get married, and he insists on picking up your last name so he can hyphenate his name? You talking to me? 
Yes. Like which last name is he gonna take though? Well, like, he, he well, he ain't know Jones. He doesn't know he doesn't know that'd so be, like that'd be hella weird if he's gonna take another man's last name. I'm trying to I, I'm trying to take yours so I can get it off of me. You wanna take this one? Unless I marry a man whose last name is already Jones, then I'm good. We're both good. We can call it Jones Square. Jones. Jones. Yeah. I, I can't wait till this show is over so we can figure out what the hell your real last name is. <laughs> this is baffling. Do I need to fill out an application? I think y'all should have done that a year ago. It's too late now. Serge, would you take your wife's last name? Uh, Probably not. No. Okay. Um, okay. And, you know, once upon a time, I would say like a decade ago, I was like, I always never really understood. I guess it's culturally, it's a little different on how last names are picked in uh, for people after marriages in our culture, sometimes they pick it up. Some like in my case, my dad's uh, my dad's first name is my last name, so it's just it's weird. That's usually how. You so know, whose so last you, name do you have? My last name is my dad's first name. Mm-hmm. It it should be if we're going through American culture, my dad's last name should be my last name, but it's and, not. And then your son's name should be. Your first my first name, if we if we follow the trend, but obviously we didn't do that. We kept it the the way it's supposed to be. Okay. Uh, okay. So interesting. Yeah. interesting. Okay. But All no, right, I want to so. take my wife's last name now. Okay. Like, All right. Good. Good. I don't want to talk about nobody. All right. So let's talk about J.R. Smith. I know um, everyone has seen the video of him <laughs> putting hands and feet and elbows and arms and everything else on the on the on the kid who I guess vandalized his car. Um, so how do y'all, I mean, y'all are clapping. Y'all feel good about that B-Town? Was it too harsh? You think maybe he should have just smacked him and sit on his way or, or what's going on? I bet he'll think twice before you do something like that again. <laughs> Look, Lesson learned. The, the spirit of him peacefully protesting got away from him and he kind of <laughs> lost sight on what he was out there to achieve and J.R. Smith had to recalibrate him. The only problem I had with the video is, is that I don't know if Jr. was harnessing his his inner Kunta or uh, he was mad about George Floyd or mad about the fact that no NBA team actually picked him up this year. But yeah, he went all out WWE. He did. Hey, Rocky Five on. I mean, he was kicking and then he got up and shot him another one. And uh, so it wasn't a pretty scene at all. I, I'm trying to think of can the guy press charges against Jr. even though Jr. even though he vandalized Jr.'s property first. I don't think what? he wants to go through that legally. I don't, I don't know if he's going to win that. Mm, no, the only and one and only reason I'm okay with this is because this happened while everything else is going on. This was a guy who was out there taking advantage of the situation, just like many other people are trying to take advantage of the situation of most people aren't paying attention. So let me just go ahead and do whatever I feel like to somebody else's vehicle. He probably was actually trying to get into the vehicle because he saw a nice car and wanted to probably get some stuff out of there, but he got caught and got chased down. I think maybe it was it was the two year anniversary of when Jr. had his blunder in uh, in Golden State, so maybe it was a you know a way for him to pay back for himself, I guess. But with all the stuff that's going on, I mean, that guy should have known better. Of course, I think in any other scenario, Jr. also has to watch out because of what we're dealing with is why we're right. in the first place. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, from what I can gather, that guy, kid, whatever, was a white male. 
it's not going to look good when a video like this comes out, obviously. But I think most people are, are willing to switch this under the rug, understanding, you know, what's going on. He's not in the NBA, so it, it, it's not like he would get suspended or something. So everybody on Facebook is saying... <clears throat> You can catch these hands. Whatever hands, is, you know, you mess with my stuff, you can catch these hands. So it's uh, Daryl said, you don't touch a brother's ride. So I guess he did have that beat down coming. That sucks. Uh, he shouldn't have been out there doing that. So, um, all right. So, um, B. Jones, you want to talk about the drop? Are you frozen? Are you play freezing? No, no. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm starting to mute myself. Uh, and I, for some odd reason, I couldn't find a little white pointy thing. But uh, <laughs> what I drop is if y'all let me do my little corny noise. Go ahead. Wah, wah, wah. Welcome to the drop. All right, here we go. This one, hey, Serge, you actually, uh, Serge actually found me. So we got uh, the Nike LeBron 17s, known as the graffiti colorway, uh, inspired by Nike LeBron Ford. They debuted back in 2006 and uh, influenced by other uh, Nike LeBron models in the past. They're going for retail 225, of course. This is a show where we're interacting, right? But um, but go to our website. We're, like, we're gonna give you the link and everything at the end of the show. You'll be able to see a picture of the shoe and what they look like. I'm still trying to decide if it's a shoe that I would wear. I can't quite see myself in that pair of shoes just yet. So probably when I see somebody else walking down the street and I might be like, okay, see what you're doing right there. But uh, just at, at, at face value, it's red, black and white. It's a lot going on in the shoe, all right? LeBron so, always has, his shoes are very um, different looking. And then he adds these bright colors sometimes. And I'm just like, I'm not really a fan of LeBron's shoes, but that's just my opinion. Continue. All right, and uh, on the music side of the drop, we have some some new music coming your way. Uh, those of you who, who do watch this show or know me personally, you know that I'm a diehard Young Buck fan. Been a been a Buck fan since 2004, and uh, Young Buck dropped a, a, a mixtape last week called Outbreak, and uh, it's jamming. Go put that in, in your in your life. Uh, Lil Yachty came out with an album called Lil Boat Three. I haven't heard the album just yet. I know he had one song when that was Drake and somebody else that was, um, it was it matter like Oprah's bank account or something like that. And it sounded, it was sounded kind of decent. Um, and then one of the most underrated female MCs in the game, and I don't even know if you call her a female, but uh, Young M.A. dropped Red Flu. And, um, <laughs> was that not PC? Was you going to edit that out uh, on the telecast? Well, I mean, oh man! <laughs> listen, Young Lemay portrays herself like if you saw Young Lemay walking down the street, you would think that was a dude. Let's just call a spade a spade. I ain't here to shoot no no wolf tickets. She looked like a dude. She dressed like a dude. She uh, she um I don't know what the the technical term of that, but she's the masculine the masculine person in the relationship. But she got lyrics. She got hella lyrics and she got bars. She dropped bars on the album. The, the three songs that I heard is rolling already. Check her out. Yeah, cause I saw a couple of her freestyles on uh, Facebook. I'm like, man, she she can go. She can go. Oh, oh no, she can go. She for sure can go. She can go. If anybody out there is a Lady Gaga fan, she dropped Chromatica. Just just put it out there in the in the atmosphere for y'all to soak that up. All right, you Lady Gaga fans. Go well, don't, hey, don't act like Lady Gaga fans. You know, you know, the, you know the, fun, 
Yeah, you know, the, the funny thing is she's going to outsell all three of these people's albums. So. Combined. Combined, combined, yeah. Combined. Lady Gaga, she's cool. She's cool. All right, so it is the ladies' time of the show. Time for the Manhattan Project. Oh, um, man. I, so before you get started, just talk about it anyway. I straight, I took a nap today. I've been messed up. Wow. No, I watched last week's. Oh, I didn't my watch God. Sunday. I straight <laughs> forgot. Seriously, wow. I ate today. Okay, let me let me put this out there before you go. I go to this place. It's called AA Wings, and it's like a, a Asian guy that makes all the food, right? Two times I've gone, and he wrapped up my food, and he's done this, right? And each time I've eaten, and I've went to sleep. So this time I ate, I ate, and I was messed up. You can ask B. Jones. He called me earlier trying to get me to help him with something. And I was out of there. So you're so, saying yeah. he put a little sleeping voodoo in your wings? I guess he thought I was tired. I needed some rest. This man, I'm saying he wrapped it just like this. I ate it. It was great. I've been messed up ever since. I will be going back, though. Did they, did they have four or five people deliver your food like MJ? No, nah, but something in your food. Get it, man. It, it, it's just it's just right there. No, I went and I went to get it. So oh boy, all right. I'll be going back next week too. So basically, you didn't watch Insecure. That was the point of that long spill. Uh, yes, and you're gonna blame it on your food. Okay, no problem. Um, so Katie, take it away. Uh, I don't let them off the hook though. See, when it comes to me and watching the, the last dance, all four of y'all jump on me. But him, he he gets out. Boy, you a politician. He jumped out front of it. I missed one episode, B. One episode. You missed you missed a whole I mean, you missed, episode. Yeah, you missed a whole series. You're still nine episodes behind. <laughs> yeah. start, guys. Uh, <laughs> See, whatever. Whatever. Coach and B. Jones, mute yourselves right now. I'm not putting up with this. Mute yourself. B. Jones. Now. <laughs> yo, Katie, that, take it away. Yo, B. Jones with his theatricals. I love it. When he's like, oh, I can't. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to start off with my drinks of the, or it's a drink of the week, but I have two drinks this week. Um, so a couple of weekends ago, I had um, took a trip to Total Wine and More. I don't know if y'all have ever been to that store, but they have like wine galore. In that inside that store, they had um, like an area for like their top ten summer wines. The wine that I snatched up was Eccentric. Um, it's a Cabernet Sauvignon from Argentina. Um, I got this bottle because of the gold and bronze labeling. I don't remember the price of it, but it says that it is affordable whenever I had Googled it to read about it. Hey, we making that good money. She didn't even look at the price. Go ahead. No, I would want somebody else's tab. Even better. <laughs> yeah, so... Who's tab, Katie? You know um, we ain't gonna that slide. Didn't I tell you to mute yourself? Okay, y'all keep listening and then I'll tell y'all who's tab. This Cabernet Sauvignon shows a deep red color with aromas of blackberries and red fruit jam fruit jam, a full and round wine with elegant velvety tannins and a long, delightful finish. It's some red wine can be bitter. It's a little, it is very silky. It almost um, has like a sweet flavor. Um, it's definitely my fave right now. And y'all, I really think the price is only somewhere between like nine and $20. Like I really don't think it's more than 25. So yeah, y'all should definitely try it out. Um, you, said, you said fruit jam? 
Yeah, fruit jam. You've gotten bougie the last couple of weeks. I don't even know you anymore. Yes. We don't know her last I like name. The bronze labeling. <laughs> um, okay, so the and then my second drink of the week is a French seventy five. So I did put my own remix on it. Um, you're supposed to use like simple syrup and some other ingredient, but my ingredients call for a half ounce of Bombay Sapphire Gin, um, half ounce of St. Germain, um, a thin lemon slice, and any champagne of your choice. It's it, The drink can kind of be a little strong, so it's a good buzz because you're, you know, you're mixing in that, that gin and St. Germain. Um, it, that St. Germain has the, I think it's called elderflower. And I really like that taste. So Fever Tree has a tonic with that flavor. And I always mix my gin or my vodka with that um, elderflower. I think that's the name of that stuff. Um, so yeah, those are my drinks of the week. If anybody tries them, y'all should let me know what you think. Um, I'm supposed to be hanging out with Pam, so I might turn turn her on to my wine and my uh, French 75. We're going to be lit, y'all. Yes. So when is this? When are y'all getting together? And why weren't we invited? Uh, I'm going to mute myself now. Okay. <laughs> no man allowed. Anyway, well, we actually, Katie and I will be broadcasting live together next week. For yeah. Next week's show. And yeah, hopefully, since we have a guest on. Yeah, and hopefully y'all will get to see us on Friday for the happy hour. Um, yes. The guys flaked this weekend. Or this and I'm saying y'all flaked. <laughs> I, I wasn't in the mood. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I, I wasn't in the mood. I wasn't. I wasn't feeling good at all about about the situation. So it wasn't I, a good time for me. It would have been like you call it, more theatrics. So uh, yeah, and you know yeah, we I, have I, enough of that. Me and my I, can't, I can't wait till Friday when we do it. I'm gonna act a damn fool because of you two. Okay, I mean myself. All right, so now I'm going to move on to my Insecure recap. Um, okay, wait. Before you do that, um, both drinks um, are posted on the website, okay. which I will give y'all at the end of the show. Yes. So go ahead. Yes. Insecure yeah. recap. All right, so Insecure recap. So, you know, we had the episode about Issa. Then we had the episode about Molly and her vacation. We're going to skip over Molly's vacation because this last episode... It was just filled with love and it was so refreshing. The man was speaking from emotions and how he felt and he was able to ask questions about why this relationship ended. And it just came from an honest place. It was a lot of transparency. Like it was so good. It was so, so good to me. Um, My favorite part of the whole show was when they were at dinner and they were able to talk to one another without getting upset. And then at the end, when TSA Bay showed us, <laughs> they had their little conversation back and forth. Lawrence was like, all right, well, let me know. However, the art walk is um, I got to go. He walks away and then he turns back around. He's like, I'm just kidding. And then they ended up going together. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so can, can I ask you a question real quick? I'm not trying to be funny either. So Lawrence and old girl are back together. No, much. they're not back together. No. No. Okay. Okay. No. So um, I also want to point out that um, Kelly on the show, and I think her name is Natasha. She actually wrote that episode. Yes. So she did an amazing job with that episode. Like I said, when we talked about Lawrence and Issa back in the day and them getting back together, um, which they did in this episode, I'm not saying that, but I, it was nice to get to see them date 
because when the show first started, they had already been living together five years and they were kind of growing apart. So they weren't, you didn't really see a lot of them kind of out and being themselves with each other and having fun and laughing. You just saw a lot of the tension that led up to, you know, the things that happened in the first, you know, at the end of the first season. And then, you know, second season, everything just went. So it was good to see them together and see how probably their first year or two of, of their relationship actually yeah, uh, unlike Kevin, I did watch the episode. Thank and, you, B. Jones. You're amazing. And uh, you know what? Lawrence, over these three seasons, taught me a lot. So, one, I'm I'm not sure I could have sat at that table and had that mature conversation. He he made me kind of do a gut check in myself. Like, that dude is, he, he, he was able to sit back and communicate in an earnest and honest fashion with her. And you can still tell that he truly, 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 truly loves uh, loves her. They, mm-hmm. that was the season finale, right? No, it's two more. Okay, so it's 10 episodes. Uh-huh. All right. That, that's all I'm going to say. I'm impressed by how Lawrence has been able to grow as a character. He's now, you know, I'm, I'm cool with him. The only concern I had is that throughout the whole episode, he kept, I don't want to say flirting with Condole, but he wouldn't. He, he wouldn't close that door. And I just didn't understand what why. It was like he was, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to meet you after this. And, okay, all right, I'm, I'm about to finish this up. I'm going to come meet you tonight. And I, I give props to Issa for finally just stepping up what she wants, you know, going after what she wants and, and having a good night. But at the same point in time, I'm just thinking to myself, like, Lawrence is still not there to know what he wants. I just don't feel like he knows what he is in this to do. And he, he identified himself and he said, Hey, I know I don't want to run my own business. I don't want to, I don't want to be a, a solo guy. I like being in teams, but love life wise, he's still showing me some insecurities. Uh, oh, boy. oh boy. I cannot. So I think I, can. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> So I think that he's keeping the lines of connection. I mean, the communication lines open with Condola because maybe. She's pregnant. No, don't say that. Like, I can't. If if, if Condola is pregnant, I'm not watching the show no more. I'm not watching it. She I'm kept not. calling. She, she, mm, no, I'm I not. don't know. So, KD, can you do me a favor? And because Pam's not going to remember. Can you text me tomorrow morning so I can watch that show? So I won't wow. forget. Wow. While I'm not, you know, while I'm not editing our show and everything. Okay, what would be a good time to text you? Because, you know, I I called you earlier and I let you know that I'm losing my mind. (laughs) Around 10-ish. Okay, I'll text you at 10. One other thing I did like about the show was, you know, she apparently had broke Lawrence in the past. And when they got to that restaurant and she ordered an appetizer and about four or five entrees and two drinks, I was like, <laughs> yes, all the meals you had this whole time. Um, we, didn't, we need to talk about that on Friday because that's, that's <laughs> ridiculous. Y'all, and the, the, sex scene, the sex scene on that episode was amazing. It was, it was beautiful. It was so good, y'all. I'm telling y'all. <laughs> So, I didn't watch that part. I have virgin eyes. You probably oh watched it three or four times. <laughs> each, each series of shows, I always have like my favorite episode. So that is officially my favorite episode of Insecure. And I will be watching it over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Me too. So, um, all right. So we are 
me and Pam are still planning our um, our live course that we're going to do. Um, we don't have a go live date for it, but as soon as we... It's hot outside. I don't, we, can we horse inside? No, but we... But remember, your yes, summertime, fine. So less clothes, no. the better, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> Look, we need all the views, all the views. So y'all be looking forward to the date that will be set for that. And that's all I have today, y'all. All right, B. Jones, close us out. Do you have a yeet this week? Yes, I do have a yeet. And in case you are curious, what is B. Jones talking about when he says a yeet? So uh, the definition of a yeet is somebody who does something exemplary, ex- extraordinary, and they are elite with a tenacious attitude. All right. So that's what yeet stands for. And uh, this week, sometimes I actually get it right with the yeet. And uh, Kim Berlee, Clavel, who uh, was able to amass an 11 and 0 record in her professional boxing career, uh, actually was able to win the uh, the I think it's called the North American Boxing Federation flyweight title uh, over a Mexican fighter. But that's not what makes Miss Kim impressive. What makes Kim impressive is in the midst of her in the prime of her career after winning titles, she put her career on pause and became a nurse. And not just any nurse, she became a nurse in a elderly care center or care facility for elderly patients to help combat the coronavirus. And um, athletes that do things like that, that's hard. And I know it's probably not a ton of money in boxing, but she could have been keeping herself in shape. She could have been training and worrying about a professional care uh, career. But instead, she she took the she took the the gloves off and put a cape on and decided to fight and combat something that was bigger than herself and a belt. And uh, for that, I want to give you props, Kimberly. We thank you. She will be awarded the Pat Tillman uh, 2020 ESPY, which uh, Russell Wilson, uh, Megan Rapino, and I think it's Sue Bird. Is that right, sir? I think they'll be doing a remote ESPY, so you'll get to hear more about Kim's story um, by, by watching ESPYs. But with that being said, on behalf of SLT, you deserve a... Yeah. All right, guys. So I've been saying it all show, and I know you absolutely cannot wait for me to reveal the website, right? I mean, I can't wait. B. Jones and Coach KT have been working so hard for I don't know how long, but they've been getting on my nerves about stuff for this website. So been working so hard on getting this website together. So everyone, please, please, please go take a look at somebody give me a drum roll. I'm gonna do a drum roll. Okay, thank you. Yes. I mean, what else would it have been? You gotta do the laugh, B. Jones. I had to build y'all up, so. (laughs) (laughs) And also, a couple of episodes, we had talked about how um, Cam exposed herself. So we have all her leaked photos on the website, so y'all go check it out. (laughs) We sure do. Hey, the website is fire, though. We got a lot of stuff. You want to hear the theme song? You You can go listen to the theme song. You can look at pictures. We got more content that's coming. We got old shows. So if you just want to clip directly to the old show, we got uh, the trivia, the honor of recognized pe- uh, participants and fans. I mean, we got we have the Manhattan Project with KD's drinks every week. Yeah. Um, Uncut Gems is coming soon. That's my section of the website where 
Who knows what I'll say. And we got a lot of other stuff. So we got some big surprises coming for those fans that take the five minutes out and show us some love. We appreciate you. Go check out the site. Like Pam said, www.sportslifetalk.com. All right, guys, that's the end of our time tonight. If you want if you want to hear more from us tonight, you can go to uh, Girl Chat Sports, right? Girl Chat Sports and listen to us live there. Uh, we will be joining those two ladies from Vegas. We actually were on with them a couple of weeks ago, a couple of Saturdays ago, and they asked us to come on to their podcast. So we will be joining them this evening. Um, but other than that, if not, we will see you guys here next week. Thank you again for joining us. And next week, next Wednesday, I believe, is a special, a special episode. Right, Serge? It'll be Serge's birthday next Wednesday. So I practiced, I practiced in the car, Serge, and I think I sound pretty good, but I need to know, do you want Mariah Carey or do you need Whitney Houston? Hey, LaBelle, like, what voice do you want from me next Wednesday? I want, um... Mariah Houston. I got you. That's exactly what I sounded like in the car. So yeah, I got both of them together. I want both. Okay, I got you. Hey, hey, Pam, and I, pre-crack, pre-crack. KT's gonna give me the crack. KT's gonna give me the crack version. Hey, you know I'm gonna put it down. Hey, and also we're gonna have Erica on. Yes, we will have Erica Molette from Beyond the Ball. Uh, will be on with us um, next week. So that is also why KD and I will be actually together next week um, so that we can make room for the other guests that we have. So look forward to next week's show. It will be so amazing. Um, but thank you guys again for listening to or watching another episode of Sports Life Talk, where life without sports is just talk. You can see our Instagram handles here. Mine is private. You got to request me, but it's okay. Um, but like us, follow us, join us, visit the website. Fill out, um, you know, check us out on there as well. Um, more exciting things to come. We love you guys, and um, we'll see you next week. Have a good one. Peace.